Hi everybody, I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm here with the podcast. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey. Um, no, just a few things. I'm going to start doing a few announcements at the beginning before we do intros. Um, it has been a while. Um, as of recently, in our timeline, <laughs> outside of game, uh, I've got like two weeks before my son gets here. Um, episode 13 just came out. And we had uh, a little bit of uh, reactions to 13 coming out, which, first off, I want to apologize, um, not to, just to the listeners, but to the cast. It has been monumentally hard to get episodes out, and I try to get them out weekly, but um, several reasons why. ADHD, um, laziness, and life events have just made it very difficult. Uh, but as an official announcement... We are already confirming season three. Um, season three will be a thing. Um, we're still putting in just as much effort in season two. Uh, but season three is going to be streamed and podcasted. So if you like what we do, if you like listening to us, if you like the podcast, uh, kind of check out on our media. We'll have links to our, our Patreon. Um, we'll have links to our Twitch account, which is where we'll, we'll, be, streaming, we'll be streaming on Twitch. Um, and then I'll take those videos and download them and see if I can add them to our YouTube channel. Um, so, you know, if, if you're not much into the audio, you can check the video. If you're not much into the video, we still got audio because we will still be recording the episode and still putting it up on Patreon. Um, bear with us though. I have been struggling with the sound effects and background music and I have just been putting far too much stress on myself, and it has uh, made me ill several times. So I have to be more kind to myself and let things go a bit. Um, so there won't be a new sound effect for every spell. I'll pepper in some spell songs and, and, and sounds, and there'll be background sounds, but not every inch of the audio will have something. Um, and that's, that's mostly just because, you know, I got a baby on the way. I, I can't spend three to four days editing anymore. Um, th that's about it for me. Do you guys got anything? The thing new with you guys? Well, now that we're streaming, I'm going to have to keep up on my haircut. So thanks. <laughs> I mix. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we love you guys and thank you for your patience. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody who's stuck around with us, it's been great. We really appreciate it. I'm going to have to turn you up, Rodeo. You sound very far away. How about now? Much better. There we go. Now you sound like you're next to me. I like being next to you, big boy. That's what she said. That's um, what she told you. Uh, yeah, but it was a lie. Yeah. All right. Um, so you guys know me. I'm DM. Uh, let's go ahead and do around the table and say hi. Let's go ahead and start with the shocker Z-Man Ultra. Hey, I am Chris. I am playing Zareth, the human monk of the old light, who has navigated us to the far side of the channel through wind and wave and has been enjoying a well-deserved nap. Welcome back, Zare. Welcome back, Jeez. Zare. And it's me, the natural, uh, the natural segue. Uh, I'm Jace. I am playing Caustic, the human keeper of memories, uh, who is 
nervous about upcoming events. Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo Maxwell, and I play Caster, your grave cleric Asimar, who is currently on a boat. Alex? Hi, I'm Alex, and I am playing Callisto, the tiefling druid, who just has a lot of feelings all the time. It's a whole thing. And last but not least, our resident Pokemon master with the badges to prove it, Dust. Hello, my name is Dust. I'll be playing Finn, a human bard who is also on the boat for now. Nice. I hate flies. There are so many flies in Australia. I hate flies. I thought um, you said I ate flies and I was very confused. I will I will never eat flies. I will eat a cockroach that's covered in chocolate, but I will not eat a fly. So today might be interesting. I have prepped a fair bit um, in case of today. For those at home who uh, can't see, he is deadlifting books. I like, thought he was yeah. shimmying. Uh, whatever <laughs> I saw, I was like, shimmy, shimmy. I was just like, yeah, man, you prepped. <laughs> I got my dance moves. For like almost 40 episodes now that we will get Cobalt Press and Tomes of Beast in here. If things go the way they do, either this episode or next, they're coming. So. We love you, Cobalt Press. Actually, talk to Cobalt Press at GaryCon, and I got an email, or I can give the Jace too. We got an email their sales manager about possibly getting shouted out on their Facebook page. Yeah, I can. That would be I can cool. Look that. Holy we crap, can, uh, that would be amazing. We can definitely discuss that for sure off mic. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. I did some networking for us. Also, so let me set the, the scene for you guys. It's a very early morning. The mist is rolling in just as, you know, the, the kind of air is a little bit warmer than the ocean. So it creates this fog over the waves. A nice breeze is kind of going by, making that, that kind of humid, almost air kind of waft by, leaving it kind of just moist, but also just soothing, really. You, you know, your skin feels very soft and moisturized and... As the waves lap up against the side of the boat, you can see the shore just off to the right, but it is covered in rocks, um, making it almost impossible to dock there. For if you try, the waves will surely bash the boat against the rocks and sink you. As you continue up north, uh, you have probably about another seven to eight miles um, before you reach a place that Roughly, I would say, Callisto, you might have been able to point them towards. Mostly because you were also a key point in helping get some of these rocks here. That you know that there is a place where your your people uh, fished, swam, and collected water to desalinize. Um, in order to survive in this forest a bit. Among other things. Uh, Andy is still in the deck. Um, and I think... I'm not sure exactly where we left off last game, but we're going to bring this one day forward. Um, so if my calculations are correct, that would mean that we are on 
world history slash calendar. Why do I always title this weird? We are on what's fourteenth. Uh, so we're in Solmorum, right? No, wait. I don't use this calendar. I use this calendar. Um, whip. Yeah, so we're in Tulpum, officially. Um, Tulpum the second is what this would make it. Um, Tulpum is, uh, for all intents and purposes, late summer, close to fall, just before winter hits, which, you know, this is the time of the season where a lot of farmers start to kind of collect as much as they can before the winter hits, trying to get as much uh, food stocked and everything like that. So you're going to start seeing some blooming of things along the edge of the forest, but it is it is nearing the time where things are going to start wilting before they start going bad for the season. So as you're kind of sailing, you might also get the floatings of leaves that kind of breeze over the wind, uh, maybe some, uh, some like flower petals that might land on the deck. So you know, you've got Tristan up there kind of sweeping uh, a little bit of the debris. From there, I will let you guys take it away. Only a day before the duel. Hey, um, I'm not sure we're going to be able to make that trend. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm saying that out of game. Oh, I sort of just thought, like, Finn was like up on deck, like. <laughs> no, uh, Finn is actually in this crow's nest, and I'll oh. leave that for there for a bit. Uh, I think on that note, yeah, Caustic's probably up on top deck, just kind of slowly pacing, not like a frantic, nervous pacing, but like a surveying pacing. Uh, just kind of looking out, uh, trying to see if there's anything to see in the jungle and then also occasionally like looking to the, I guess it would be the South kind of zoning out almost. So I'm thinking seven miles. That's, that, that's a couple hours at a slow pace, right? Yeah, I would say roughly that's uh, at like half about, speed. Yeah, I'd say that's about four hours. Okay. Have I have I been muted this whole time, or is no, no, you just okay, muted. Thank God. Uh, Captain Tristan. Yes. Uh, he's just gonna kind of step up and and put the uh, broom uh, towards the the railing uh, before kind of brushing his shoulder off. What can I do for you? Uh, it's more uh, what I can do for you. Uh, I believe that, uh, according to our friend Callisto, that we have a, only a few hours left before docking. I'm going to uh, climb up to the crow's nest and see if I can spot a way in. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, careful of the third rung on the way up. It needs a bit of repair, but otherwise good. Uh, is there anything that anyone else might need? Some food? Um, it, I, I don't know. It, uh, it, 
it's strange having a passenger crew rather than a working crew. So, well, I, there is one thing. Uh, I believe that uh, we might want to discuss what you're going to do once we disembark. I figured I would stay on the boat. Um, unless you have more need of me. Uh, Zara kind of looks around down below to all the little dots um, that are going around on deck. Uh, Finn, who's pacing and maybe singing a song. Uh, Callisto, who's looking up at Zara. Um, and he he's, he's just wondering... What are we going to do when we disembark to get the crystal? What will we find there? I'll, I'll I guess, uh, Captain Tristan, uh, I, I guess uh, we'll have to have a discussion about that. Uh, your group, uh, collectively? All of us. Oh. Right. Um oh. Oh, uh, there is one thing. I have collected a certain type of bean down below. Uh, might help with uh, mornings, if, if you're interested. Should be in the stock room. Thank you, Captain Tristan. Um, I'm going to get back to my duties after this. I need to scrub the deck. Um, I'll keep an eye on the sails and the rigging. And I'll let you guys know with a whistle the, the moment that we get towards land. Uh, if anything comes up, please feel free to let me know. He'll kind of give a small bow. Um, Zer will just uh, finish... Climbing up to the crow's nest, and we'll uh, keep a lookout. Um, lookout starboard. I feel like at some point Callisto would turn into a squirrel and climb up the rigging up to the crow's nest to go hang out with Zer. Oh, hello, Clesso. <laughs> She'll turn back into herself. Uh, hi. Hi. I hi. suppose it's a little weird for you to be so close to home again. You could say that, yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I'm mainly just trying to get away from the deck. It's kind of cool to see things from up here, right? Yeah, I guess you can't get much further from the deck than up here, unless you go the other way, which I don't recommend. Well, for you, it might not be a problem. <laughs> uh, well, I've been able to fly, so this is close as you can get, I guess. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? 
just in general? Um, I think those couple days of working hard and uh, and then that day of rest really, really hit the reset button, I think, in a very good way. Um, I'm starting to notice my friends again, if that means anything. <laughs> it, it, it does, I think. I'm glad you're feeling better. I was worried about you. Ah, well, I'm still not all here, but I think a lot of that will come to resolution when we find the crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Finding the crystal. Right, that's a thing. You aren't looking forward to it, or you have something other than that on your mind? I have a lot on my mind. Eternally. At any point in time, you know this about me. Mm -hmm. I, I well, mean, if any... Sorry, go ahead. He he looks to down to the right, looks down to the left, and he's just like, no one else here. Yeah, that's fair. Um... I mean, I guess Crystal first. What do you think's gonna happen? Where where do you think we're even gonna find the crystal? That's a dumb question. It's over there, but you know what I mean. Well, if it's anything like Kodia's crystal, not that I've seen it up close. It was in the middle of a rather large lake, but I'm expecting to find a rather large lump of rock that is spectacularly is going to transform into something that we can carry or hold hands with. And he gives a sort of queer look to the sky. Okay. I, I don't know. Somehow I keep envisioning it's not a crystal at all. It's just a thing. But I don't know, maybe that's just me. That's what I'm saying. I mean, someone somewhere knows something more than we do, right? The They offered 182,000 gold for the crystal. That means that whoever posted that bounty assumed that the crystal could be taken care of. Assumed that it could be transported. Yeah, but how do they know that? I don't know. That's why I never trusted them. You make an excellent point. So what do we do? We just take it? Go do things? I mean, I... Sorry. Just I have a lot to of money. everything that goes on between all of the party members, something that you wish to look for back home. You can read me like a book. I wanted to go back to whatever rubble is left of my home at some point and see if my mom or frankly anybody may have forgotten something maybe i missed something i don't know i didn't find much on my first go but i, I don't know maybe there's something else that i missed you i know? don't think there's any shame in that I think we're all on that kind of a mission. I mean, I'm longing to go back home. 
Yeah. Is it wrong of me that I'm scared? Why would why would it be wrong of you to be scared to go back to something that you have no idea what's waiting for you? I don't know. Or maybe maybe there isn't something waiting for you there. That's scary too, right? That's scarier. Yeah. Exactly. So what? I mean But I you, know sorry, go ahead. You have your friends always by your side. You know that, right? Yeah. I All know of that. us. And we're here to support you. And we're here to support each other when it becomes time for everyone else to find their home. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I'd rather be supporting you guys than doing this, but I guess you have to at some point go face your demons, you literally. Seize your opportunities is more the phrase I would use. That's a good phrase. That, that's fair. I'll be honest, it, it is scarier to think that there's nothing left. Because part of me, even with everything we've heard, still wants to believe that it didn't happen. It's like that tiny little bit in your head that's like still in denial. I don't yeah, know. I, I can relate. Really? Well, my dad was the biggest part of my life for the longest time. And when I had lost him rather suddenly, uh, nothing really was the same. And yet it wanted to be the same more than it ever did before. So I, I get where you're coming from. I can't imagine the, the scale of the atrocity, but maybe the scale doesn't matter? Scale really doesn't. When you lose your everything, it doesn't matter how much everything there is to lose, it's still everything, right? Yeah, I'm no mathematician, but 100% is 100%. I barely understood the concept of map, math or maps uh, before I left home, so... So... On a Sorry. <laughs> no, you you first this time. No, I'm completely changing the subject, please. Uh, I, I, I was too. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to see where you take this. Sarah just smiles, and he, he sidles around to the same side of the crow's nest that Clissa's on, so they're, they're both facing the same direction. Not too close, but so so he's not looking directly at her, so it's maybe a little less awkward. So, you've been warming up to cast her a little bit. Callisto just sighs. Yeah, yeah, I have. What about it? I I didn't mean it to be teasing. No, you're fine. You're about the third person to ask.
What do you want to know? I, I just thought with all the things that you said that were on your mind that maybe he or and in general that might have been one of the things that has been bogging you down in a not so negative sense. No, no, with with love and respect it is kind of in a negative sense. Um I I'm still engaged. That's the problem, I think. Cause my fiance's not dead. And I can't look, I come from a family of people and a clan of people where separating from your wed partner and going on to a different relationship is unheard of. I mean, we wear the flowers permanently. It's a thing. I've never heard of somebody taking them off, to be quite frank. I don't know. It. I think I have feelings for Caster. I think. I, I don't really know. But... I don't know, there's just a sense of betrayal. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't I don't I don't want to deny your feelings, but I I don't know if that, that can make sense to me, to be honest. I have in my life, not personally, well it is personal, but I have had in my life a similar situation. Um, Happy to hear it. If you're in for a little bit of a story time. <laughs> I love story times. Well then, once upon a time, in a small town, there was a boy who loved a girl and a girl who loved a boy. He banged drums as she danced, and she sang as he danced, and together they danced like fire and water. For worship, she tied peacock feathers in his hair, and he painted her hands and feet with flowers. This lasted until another boy came to town, a foreigner. And the girl was torn between them. The boy who she had known her entire life and painted her feet with flowers and hands, dozens of festivals, or a kind and caring stranger that had won her heart at a glance and swore fidelity to her. <laughs> well, she would have neither because she saw the truth. The boys were actually meant for each other, not her. And she could have all the affections, but none of the love. Unless she chose. And that's what she did. She brought out the truth. Now, I'm not saying that our stories are the same, and I'm certainly not saying that Caster is going to run away with your fiancé. But the woman in both stories would have had none of the love for fear of breaking another's heart, when in reality, she'd be breaking all three in her inaction. 
I believe you will have your happy ending, as my friend found hers. When you see the truth. When you bring it out of all three of you. That's quite the story. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. You just have to choose. If you don't, you condemn all three of you. Yeah. You were yeah. born into a strong family, as I understand. Strong True. family capable of making tough decisions. And I think you have the power within you to make this one about yourself. Who else is going to make it? Sorry, my dog was barking. Yeah. I think the decision's been made. Honestly. I think it was made a long time ago and I just didn't realize it. The problem is telling him. Can I get anyone on the top deck? to roll a perception check. Uh, <clears throat> yes. I believe that is me and the two up top. That's a 25 for Zareth. A 13 for... Caustic. Formerly known as... as yeah, yeah. Caustic. Uh, and a 16 for Callisto. So... The only person who's not going to see it is Costo. Costco? Costco. Yeah, Costco. That's fine. Costco. Like Costco. Let's get that sponsorship, oh. baby. Call us. Um, <laughs> so a little while ago, you guys had seen a nice bright beam of light, which was blue. However, this one's going to be different. Pure black, as if sucking the light from the sky itself. This one is going to be halfway across the continent and what seems to be the desert. The sky will turn dark there and it'll kind of roll through the sky, following it all the way to where you guys are as it then starts to hail. What the fuck? More of other problems. What what just happened? I'm not sure if that originated a long way out. Yeah. To the south. Can you do me a nature check, Callisto? If I can get my character sheet open in a timely fashion, I will certainly do so. The forest is angry with your indecisions. Nature of 17. Um, so, you're a druid, of course. Um, you are pretty much in tune with nature. Whatever that is, is out of natural order. Um, something has just happened that breaks natural law. Okay, that... Um... That's okay. That's not normal. 
that's not a thing that happens. And I realize I don't know a lot about deserts, but that's not a thing that happens. Uh. Eh. What, what do we do? I can be optimistic and suggest that perhaps a genie made a very terrible wish, but I would know less than you. Okay. Um. Five bucks says either a god made that, or that's a bigger problem. We did have that letter from my significant other that something was going on in the desert. Though I can't be sure that it was all the way out to the coast. Something is definitely going on in the desert as we travel. Definitely. We need to get back there. As, as soon as we can. Once we're done with this, we need to go back. Right? I, I think it's up to the group, but I don't think they'd be opposed. If they're opposed, we have an issue. Corey. Let me get another perception real quick. And oh, and okay. yes, while you guys do that, I'll answer your question. I was going to say, is it actively hailing on us right now, or can we just see yes. the hail coming towards us? Okay. No, it's hailing. Um, and, and in fact, there might be more Ew. information on the rolls. Uh, so Caustic, you're going to be the first to notice with a natural 20, which is a total of 22. Uh, Zareth will not notice this, but Callisto will quickly pick it up just shortly after you. There's a funnel forming up north from the sky to the water, and you're going to slowly start to watch a vortex in the water work its way up as mist and seawater mixes with the wind as a small tornado's funnel will form. Uh, Caustic's going to grip the like railing uh, and then turn around and uh, we're sailing north, correct? So like the coast is to our right. Corey? Yes. Yes, it okay. is. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to turn around and yell over my shoulder at Tristan. Uh, Captain, we need to go um, hard to starboard now. Uh, she's kind of like motion up ahead. Uh, He's already at the wheel. Looks like he's struggling to get the wheel to even turn. Okay. Uh, Callisto, uh, Zare, yeah. um, get down. <laughs> Copy. Uh, I am going to start. Uh, God, I don't even know if you should. You take the. <clears throat> yes, during storms, you take sails down. So uh, I will start trying to work the sails, which I've been attempting to learn on this voyage, at least. I don't know if I have learned, but you don't want your sails you open working in a tornado. The rigging, um, if you are working the rigging, sorry about that, uh, go ahead and give me a strength check with disadvantage. Strength, just a check? Yep. Okay. Zare would be on that with them um, as soon as he gets down. Can he cancel out that disadvantage for them? You could. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll praise this to you, okay? You guys okay. have three sails on the ship. You can help okay. them with disadvantage while another sail gets ripped in half. Or you can work on the other sail in hopes of saving it. Because one is definitely under stress. Oh god, I'm the only strong person in this party. Caster <laughs> will come up above deck and notice everything going on and he'll start trying to help. 
I'll uh, take a different on. sale, Corey. Yeah, okay. I'll take the disadvantage, which would bump that down to an 11. So that okay. leaves it up to Caster if he wants to help either one of us. Or take the third sale. Is there a third sale? You said there is a third There's, sale. There is a frilled third sale under the main sale, so it's got like two levels of sales. So they've got the large sale in the back, and then the front one has a small set with an even smaller set underneath for like an impact wind. Um, so he could go and do a third sale, or he could give help to one of you. Up to him. Um, I will say that the I... sales are at full capacity and are under severe strain. I'll give help to both of them. I will go physically help um, Zareth, and as I'm going by, I will cast Bear's Strength. I think it's Bear's Strength. No, Bear, it's a... Uh, bull Strength. Bull, bull Strength on uh, Caustic. And what exactly does that do? Um, it that way I don't have gives to him an advantage on strength checks. And okay. doubles his or her or their carrying capacity. Okay. Load me so up. here's what we're going to do. Um, so I got an athletics of 13 from Zareth. Um, I've got a strength of 14. Could uh, I... Can I just get a, a flat strength from Zareth? Okay. I was actually about to ask somebody, like, could I have done athletics this whole time? <laughs> I, I just right. wanted to see what was happening. I'm climbing yeah. down. Okay. Um, I need you to roll a deck save then. Um, That's why I mentioned. And a perception check, if you wouldn't mind. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, you're going to grab this rope. You're going to try to hold on to it. And it's going to, at first, caustic, start ripping through your fingers. Uh, you're going to get severe rope burn. It's only going to do you like a 1d4's worth of damage. Let me go ahead and roll for that. Uh, three points of damage. Um, it, it's going to get to a point where you're almost at the end of the rope when um, name, brain, dead. Caster. Uh, Caster is going to stop by you and kind of tap you, give you that spell where you're going to gain strength immediately and kind of grip that in place. Um, it is going to burn, uh, but I'm sure you're not unaccustomed to pain. Um, with an 18... Um, even with uh, disadvantage, which is subtracting three from that, I would say that uh, Zareth is going to be able to get a hold of the next rope. There will be some sliding, uh, just a little bit. So I'd say you might take a one d two's worth of of like. Rope I was, um, Corey. I was I was physically helping Zareth. I helped. Yeah, I, we're, I, we're gonna get there. Okay. Um. So. This is the initial grip. He's got this. Oh. You're going to come up behind him. You're because it's going to take two or three seconds before you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so as he started the job, he's got a good hold on it. You get up behind him. You know, there's no more pulling. There's no more ripping. You guys get it. It gets furled up, and you tie it off. Um, now over with Callisto, who is coming down the beam, a dexterity save of seven. Oh. Um. Okay. So the crow's nest is, uh, I'd say, probably like 20 feet up above the deck. You're going to immediately start to fall. Um, you're going to lose grip. Maybe it's, you know, some of the hail kind of snapped at your fingers. It kind of hurt and you kind of just got scared for a second. Um, do you have anything at this moment to stop your fall? 
I have a single wild shape and I cannot become a flying animal. So I'm just going to turn into a squirrel again. Okay. Just take it. It's fine. Squirrels okay. don't take fall damage. <laughs> Do they not? In real life, in real life, squirrels oh, can also, fall from maximum heights. I don't realize don't. that. Uh, are you turning into a squirrel? I'm turning into a squirrel. I turned into a squirrel to get up there. The logic is that maybe it'll help this, me catch okay. something. <clears throat> so you're going to get picked up by the wind immediately. And at the last minute, you're going to start seeing the side of the boat get 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet away from you. As your small little squirrel frame, fluffy as it is, is picked up by the wind and pulled toward the tornado. With that, I'm going to give you advantage on your perception check. So go ahead and re-roll your perception check for me. This marks the second time that Callisto has fallen out of this exact crow's nest to disastrous consequences. You should probably stop going up there. Yeah. Fair point. Am I rolling a separate perception check or am I just rolling again? Yeah, just roll a perception check again. And we'll just use it as if it was natural 20. <laughs> so this is perfect for you. Total of 23. As you're being pulled away from the ship, your eyes are going to glance towards the shore. You guys are about an hour away from docking area. But there is a statue that you remember. It is depicting a very particularly sleek-looking dragon, mostly covered by moss. You know, it's it's one of the ritual sites of your people. Um, it is, you know, about a dragon of caring and share, which eventually turned and went dark, uh, but in its final moments turned good again uh, for the righteousness of its people. However, you're going to see that stone start to crumble away. Underneath of that stone is going to be a shimmering, almost mithril color to its skin. It will break from the stone immediately. It's its wings unfurl, kind of shooting rocks everywhere, which will also hit the side of the hull, dealing uh, a serious amount of damage. Um, let me go ahead and roll this here real quick. It will deal 30 points of damage to the ship. Um, so you guys will see and hear rocks kind of fling from the coastline. Um, you'll see kind of one hit the lower end of the deck and push through the hull. Another one will crash up against the hull, shattering some windows on the port side. And the boat itself is going to start to turn and tilt as it's being pulled away from the, the shore itself. But at the same time, because it has no sail, your front end is coming closer towards those rocks. Um, Callisto. That dragon will eventually take to the air. Um, it is an adult-sized dragon. Um, it is not a youngling. Um, but this thing is a very particular look to it. It will have <clears throat> mithril shimmering skin as if it looks like almost a, um, like a living liquid, um, kind of like mercury. Um, it will shimmer, uh, and kind of a gale, like a bit of like almost a, uh, rainbow essence to its skin. Its tails are spiked and its claws are kind of furled. Now there is one thing 
that you remember about this statue. It is said that in times of distress, it will protect what you are protecting in your home. Nobody's ever explained what it is you are protecting, of course, as you know previously we discussed. But this doesn't seem to have just been a fairy tale. As Callisto is, I'm assuming, flying towards the tornado, she just squeaks some approximation of, oh, fuck, that no one can understand. I feel like at some point she'd probably turn back into herself, but I don't know if I even have time. Like, how how quickly am I flying towards this tornado? Uh, you're probably about 50 feet away from the dock and 60 away from the funnel itself. Okay, um, I'm happy to make a check on this. If I were to turn back into, like, full Tiefling Callisto, mm. would that slow or stop my flight path? Potentially. Okay, can I make a check? Or I, I can't, just, get, I can't give you a full yes or no. You could definitely oh. check. Um, I could even tell you, you could just drop it and you could find out. Um, it's probably safer. Uh, real quick, uh... Corey, I have a question. Would we have mm-hmm. seen at least that the ship is coming to like starting to turn into some rocks? Yes. Okay. I'm a little late for the first impact, but I'm going to yell below decks to where I assume Finn still is and just scream brace for impact. I will not scream on the podcast because I cannot fake scream and I don't want to try. Brace for impact! Caster but- is going to run to the front of the boat towards where it's heading for the rocks, and he is going to attempt something. Um, Say that one more time? He is going to attempt to do something. He is running to okay. the front of the, the, the boat towards where it's attempt, going towards the rocks. He's going to cast Control Water and try to push, have the flow push and slow down the ship. Push in the reverse way. He can... Um, Are you trying to, like completely stop it or slow down the impact at least slow it down okay i wasn't sure if you're like we'll just dock here or if you were like we are going to stop redirect flowing uh redirect flow you cause flowing water in the area to move in a direction you choose even if the water has to flow over obstacles up walls or in other unlikely directions the water in the area moves as you direct it but once it moves beyond the spell's area it resumes its flow based on the terrain conditions so and so it's a hundred foot cube. So I'll do it like in, you know, in front of us and have it going uh, the other way, like away from the shore to try to slow us down. Let me let me read this real quick. I'll let you guys have a few minutes to kind of think amongst yourselves. I know exactly what I'm doing. I, I, I also you guys to handle yourself. I can possibly, depending on how things go, I do have a way to help Callisto. Um, I just I, I have a I really have, crazy idea. I also have a way. I fun. just uh, I just have to be there. That's oh, the I, I can I can throw a rope and make it so that it can't like move from the ship. That's basically my plan. (laughs) I can get her and myself to the shore. I can fly. 
I, well, if, I, I know you can fly, but it's a tornado. You probably shouldn't be in the air. Probably not. Too long. I, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds I like thought, worse. I thought but. that's what you were going to do, Caster. I thought you were going to be like, I have an idea, and you were going to put your wings out. I was like, no! no! Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> what you were going to do, too. No, I can save her and and myself if I, no. if I can be there. I have a vaguely crazy idea that will hopefully... I might have to roll a persuasion check. I don't fucking know how it's gonna work, but hopefully, don't, don't do anything crazy. I like I said, I can. That's I Finn's can, job. Yeah, I can. I, I can say, save us. I can save save you. I at the very least, it'll probably slow her speed because she's gonna turn back into herself first. Okay, so a lot is going on in rapid succession. So. Let's get to this in a certain order. All right. Uh, Callisto, uh, you first. Then we're going to go to Caster at his spell. And then we're going to get to anybody on the deck not using specific magic or anything like that first. And then we'll decide where we go from that situation on. Um, so, Callisto, what is it you would like to do? Floating in okay. the air, squirrel size. Um, I am going to as soon as I possibly can, uh, which you said was about 50 feet out from the boat, uh, turn back into myself. And as I'm assuming falling or flying or going in a direction, I don't particularly care. I'm just going to yell as loud as possible, which I'm not going to do for second podcast in Druidic. Help me towards the dragon. I'm sorry, my brain just shit itself. Uh, did you say you turned back? I turned back into myself, yeah. Yeah, all right. I, I can't yell. So you will drop the squirrel. You will kind of gain in size. The fur will kind of recede back into your skin. Um, you know, your clothes will reform and you will start to fall like a rock. Um, the dragon, however, will target you. Um whether it is friendly or not is still yet unknown. Um, moving over to Caster, you are going to create this weird vortex with the water. So you're going to pull it away, but the surrounding water itself will fight against that as it tries to bash against the shore. You're going to create a whirlpool in front of the ship, which turns it even more to its side, slightly pushing it away. But as the wind hits the full broad side of the ship, the ship will start to tilt over and over and over until it will crash sideways up against the stones and be pushed up and rolled on shore. Um, it will basically be beached. Um, both the sails are broken. Um, I need everyone who is in the ship to roll a deck save. This could potentially be very, very painful. read everything before I try this. Make sure I don't have any secret techniques. I don't. Okay. God bless. Um, 14 was my first one. Okay. I didn't, I didn't hear it roll, so I wasn't sure. Alright. So anybody below a 15 is going to take 2d6 worth of damage. 
take. So that is 11 damage to each of you. That even includes dust down below, because you'll be tumbling in the building, uh, in the ship, basically. Gotcha. Um, so let's see. Uh, or no, no, you rolled an 18, so you're good. You, you won't take any damage. Okay. Um, so you, you made the save. Just anybody below 15. Um, but you will tumble inside. Um, almost as soon as it arrived, the funnel will just kind of suck into the air. Um, it will take several trees with it which will then fall from the sky, kind of raining down either into the water or onto the shore. Um, Callisto, the dragon is going to shoot pins at you. Um, it, it doesn't seem to quite understand your presence. It doesn't seem to quite understand who you are. Um, chalk it up to maybe have been in stone for quite a few millennia. A uh, couple centuries, uh, but let me go ahead and roll that. Let's see. So that's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. This is where it's going to be kind of painful. That is 24 damage Ouch. as a direct pin will hit you directly square in the kidney um, and embed itself inside you. Can I breathe? Am I like above water? Can I do that? For, for sure. And then officially you will hit water. Um, okay. I, I'm not going to make the fall damage. The wind kind of is it's going to kind of slow your descent but it, it it'll kind of like take the air out of you if you have any yeah okay i i'll try and get back up to the surface breathe and say hi i i'm a friend in druidic and then i'll say it in common and then i'll say it in sylvan i'll say it in every fucking language i speak which is not many does anyone speak draconic Nope, it was Jason. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, that won't translate. Uh, hold up. Hold, hold up. Hold up, Corey. Hold up. Um, I'm going to target myself with that. With what? Tongues. Oh, tongues. Okay. So, do you have a small clay model of Ziggurat? It's a since it is a costless, uh, since it is a costless spell component. My holy symbol works as a focus instead. Okay. Uh, Touch the ability to understand spoken language. It hears. So, as you're casting this, um, because you know you you just got tumbled over, you're gonna miss the first half. But you'll get the second half, which roughly translate to "I will protect with my death." Um, I will speak back to him 
loudly with thaumaturgy if I need to to get over to the um, the sound of the um, sound of the tornado, and I'll I'll tell him that we are we're friends. We're not here to do any damage. As a matter of fact, the one, the tiefling there is a member of the tribe who protects the forest. So it'll, and Dragonic, for the rest of you, it'll just kind of... But as it continues, it is going to basically explain, none of you are the original inhabitants. You are all foreign. You are all danger. You will all die. We are not the danger. We are simply here um, on a search for, well, a crystal and to see what happened to the artists, to see the remains of the, the camp. It was a, uh, the tribe was attacked by a man called the Chainbringer. And we're here to see if there are any clues that could lead us to him and help stop him. Uh, it will simply reply, this is none of my concern. Well, is the great evil known as Zalem any of your concern? Hmm. Alex? Question. Would I remember the name of this dragon? Um, probably not. Okay. Um, it wasn't on the stone, and none of the scriptures really state any name for it, just as known as the Dragonic Protector, basically. Okay, I will continue treading water because I can't really help with this. I'll start so for sure. As to Zalem was any concern of his. It, it's not going to... I don't think it's going to pretty much take anything else. Like it's it, At this point, it's not listening. Um, however, it doesn't seem to take aim at you guys directly. It will shoot pin missiles at the hull of the ship where you guys are at, and then it's going to dip into the trees. Almost as if you guys aren't its original target. You are just a nuisance at this current moment. Um, so, let me go ahead and do its pin missiles. So, anyone on top deck does a 20 hit your armor class. Absolutely. Sure does. Alright. Believe it or not. Um, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. So anyone on the deck will take a 19 points of damage. Piercing. Ouch. I'm not on the deck, so I don't I don't take it. Oh, that's true. Nice. Good luck. Good job, Finn. Not on the deck because I didn't stay on it when it tipped over. As it rushes into the trees, you'll see about two or three fall over as it gets farther and farther away from your destination. Um, 19, you said? Callisto. Yeah, 19 damage. Can you roll me a perception now that you're in the water? Totally. Oh, I'm bloodied. I'm barely bloodied after everything that's happened to me. Half my hit points are gone. Okay. So if the dragon wasn't bad enough. First things first is you are bleeding and you are in the ocean. You are 30 feet away from shore 
and with the tides the way they are, you could potentially crash into the stone. However, to the right of you, you're going to see a large horn kind of break the surface. Um, I just scared my cat with how loud I said fuck. <laughs> uh, Corey. Yes. After all of this, can we say Ben has finally like got up on to the, the, the deck? Sure. And can he, can he, like, he'll look around, doesn't see Callisto. Can he see if he can spot her? You can definitely try. Um, it, do a perception with disadvantage with the hail. Gotcha. Um, can At I point, join that? Because I'm, I'm looking for Callisto, too. At this point, sure. she is frantically swimming towards the rocks with every breath that she can spare, just saying, More unicorn fish! Ah! Um, so eight minus three is five. Uh, Sixteen minus three is thirteen. I will say the shoreline is going to be difficult with the wind whipping, the trees crashing behind you. You're not even going to be able to hear Callisto screaming. Um, Callisto, can I take? You're a gonna. You can. Um, getting back to Callisto real quick, uh, mostly because you guys are unsure. You are somewhat safe, but a lot is going to happen for Callisto at a short time. The body uh, is going to create a shadow underneath the water from where the horn is. Um, you're going to notice that it's not one horn. second one will surface. And then you'll see the dorsal fin, very curved, very pointed, very shaped. Um, this is... Go ahead and roll me a nature. Let's see if you can even kind of take a quick glance at what you might think it is. Okay. My ability to identify animals is always bad, somehow. So that's an 18. Um, this is what is known as a dire frill shark. Um... They are hyper aware of blood, highly aggressive, and will eat practically anything. They have gone on records eating things that are inedible, stones, rock shoes, um, provided there are there is blood on it. Um, cast her with a natural 2024 20, altogether, you will see her. Um, it is not looking good. Um, how far away mm -hmm. is she? Uh, 30, 30 feet, roughly. Um, I don't believe your swim speed is, is very high as it's like 10, 10 no, feet my or so. Speed. It's half your move speed. My swim yeah, speed so like 15 high, feet. My, my fly speed's high. Yeah. I was going to say, if Castor points out that she's being attacked, uh, and it's close enough, I would, I would cast slow on the creature. Um... Let me just look over some things really quick. Uh, can I try a thing? Just to get myself out uh, of harm's way? Sorry, I'll let you do things in order. Let me... Um, I, I've got a lot going on here right now. Three people want to do three different things, so i got to check up a spell here. Uh,
Sure. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's let's go with dust first because dust. You've been kind of a little slow on the uptake until you've gotten to the the actual um, outside. I'd yeah. say. So I want to catch up with you a little bit more. Um, you want to cast slow, right? Yeah. All right. So it is thirty feet out. Slow has one hundred twenty foot range. Um. Do you have a components pouch or a casting? I um, I, ha- I have a. Let me check my stuff. I should have a components pouch. No, I don't. But uh, uh let me. I think bards your, can. Your focus is your. Yeah, my liar. Yeah, which okay. I don't. I don't have my liar on me because it was destroyed. So, I I, I have I have not summoned the one that 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 I can. So I I guess I don't have it. So okay. Um, Romeo one D one hundred. Okay. Meant to buy one in lower room, but before. Your ring will light up. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to cast this one. Okay. It seems as though it's, it's going to allow the components for this spell. So the creature must make a wisdom saving throw DC 15. That is a 24. Natural 19 plus 5. It, it succeeds. Does it have any kind of secondary hit or damage? Nope. Okay. Um, So you're going to cast the spell, and this is, I think, the first time time magic has really been used, like direct time magic. Mm. So as you cast this, you're going to notice there are cracks in the air around your fingers. Um, Time magic to a certain degree somewhat breaks the laws of nature. So you'll see cracks in, have you ever watched the movie? Um, it's the one where the guy teleports and then they, they kind of leave scars. Looper or not looper, uh, looper. jumper, uh, jumper, jumper. Um, so if you've, if you've ever seen the movie, it leaves this weird kind of like visual scar in the air. And you're going to create probably one about 12 foot long uh, towards your target. But you will see that the spell doesn't take effect. However, um, let me see here. 40 foot cube within range. Succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Six creatures of your choice. Okay, so it's not just anything in the area. It's only what you choose. Yeah. So Callisto, you'll be fine. Um. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Caster, you want to do something real quick, correct? Yes. I will use... I'm going to do action, bonus action, move. And, well, I'll start with my bonus action. Since Callisto, you said it's 30 feet away? Uh, 50. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, it was, yeah. It was 30. I thought it was said. I, w- I landed in the water 50 feet away. I have been swimming, but I'm... I don't know how far I swam. We'll say roughly to cut it in mid. It's about forty feet away. You've make you've made a good headway, but as the waves push, 
it might also kind of like um, a riptide start pulling you out a little bit more. It's going to be hard to swim against. All right. So then I have to do my action first, which is to pop my wings out. And I'm going to fly towards her until I'm within 30 feet. And then I'll use a bonus action, cast a spell, Sanctuary, on Callisto. How high up would you be? Uh, like five, maybe ten feet up off the water. I'm just riding the water, you know, basically riding the safe, safe area so I know the waves aren't going to take me, but just... Like you know, like a like a bird who's at the ocean who skims almost. Okay. Um, okay. So a seventeen, the shark that had been following her has been kind of rounding her, but as it sees this new form above the water, it doesn't quite know. It is going to leap from the water, jaws open. If there was, it's pretty much the size of a great white. It's about the small size of a bus. Um, it is going to attempt to to bite at you at a seventeen to hit. At a seventeen to hit, that'll hit. Okay. Um. Let me see here. That's a 15 damage. Can I get you to roll a strength save? That is a negative. Oh, that's a two. Oh, man. I have seven hit points, guys. Uh, may I um, attempt to do here's something? Here's where like... it's going to get a little worse. Normally. Uh, I don't like to dole out punishments like this but it is within the creature's stats that it can take limbs which hand would you like to lose You okay? Yeah, left hand. Okay. So, it's going to take your left hand. It's going to go underneath the water, uh, which is going to get it about 20 feet away from both you and Callisto. It is not in range to make another attack for quite a time. What would you two like to do? I'll pick her up with my good arm. I, yeah, yeah, I'll pull myself up and try to not use the bad arm. You guys will see Caster flying back, and he's looks like he's kind of swerving. He's losing a lot of blood, and he's doing his best to get back to the shore in time. Uh, As th sorry. Oh, I was going to say, like, as I see that happening and I see that thing swimming away, I'm actually going to get in the water, like, a little bit to where it's probably at, like, waist or, like, stomach level and kind of just 
hold a reaction in case that thing comes back. I'm going to cast Compelled Duel on it if it comes within 30 feet. So, I, I just want to be clear. Caster, you did lose more than half your health in that attack, correct? No. Or, or how much health do you have left? I have seven left. I went out with uh, I went out with twenty-two because I got hit with a right. pin missile uh, and I got hit by the boat falling over. Damn it. Okay, yeah. So it still falls under the effect of the ability. I feel bad for taking your limb. I'm trying to see if there's a way that I fucked up. We listen. The crystal will grow back. It's fine. Yeah. I, I was yeah. gonna say. I don't like I, to all those punishments. I, I'll Corey. find a way to build you a mechanical arm. Corey, what level are you planning on taking this campaign to? Um, well, I plan on making this to 15. Oh. We can regenerate. Yeah, regenerate at 13. I'll get, I'll get regenerate at level 13. And or, better than that, we can find somebody to get your hand back. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, if we can, we can cut this out, but, like, I'm assuming, or, like, Caustic is My assuming that like the crystal can do something, so we can just what? Like... What? I hate to say that this, but this is perfect. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. So you're going to make it to shore. The creature is going to look intent as if it's going to go towards you, but realize that the shore is going to get very shallow at a certain point, and realize that you guys are out of its range. It doesn't normally give up, but it will kind of turn back to about a 30-foot kind of way and swim back and forth to the shoreline as if almost like a, a prey, like a, like a wolf, kind of like encircling its prey. The wind will die down. The hail will stop. The ship will creak and settle. And you guys, for this insane moment, will be safe. When Caster lands, he's basically just going to let Callisto down and then stumble and fall to the ground and start grabbing at his, uh, his I, I arm. Was, he's probably, yeah. I'm, I'm going with, it's probably like, you know, higher than the wrist, almost mid forearm. Because he was holding out his, he was holding his holy symbol in his right hand and he was holding his left hand out to target Callisto with the sanctuary. And the thing just came up and got him. Like, uh, I yeah. I'm, I'm just want... gonna say, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, go go ahead. Go ahead. My idea okay. is a little rough. Okay, uh, Callisto. This entire time has been like trying to figure out what to do as they're flying back to shore. And as soon as Caster lets her go, or she lets go, she is immediately going to go to his hand, heal it as much as possible, which is not much. Um, she has just cure wounds. Um, so maybe a couple of hit points. I, I'll roll. Hold on. I, Hold on. I completely froze at uh, oh. figuring out what to do at the shore. I don't oh. know if it caught any of that. Okay. Just like the recording like or what I said? you? I, I froze. I don't know if Craig caught it. So, so yeah, he's saying okay. just go back and Please. say what you Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Callisto as they're flying back, has been trying to figure out what to do, and as soon as they land, um, she is immediately going to go and grab Caster's stump of a hand. I don't know why I'm holding up my right hand when it's the left. Um, 
and just cast as much cure wounds as humanly possible or tieflingly possible and just try and stop it from bleeding god go ahead and give me those rolls how is how is caster looking like is he in shock or whatever he is yeah he's very very pale all right. Um, um, he looks scared. He's showing a new I, I actually have another question for you, Corey, about how things work in your game. Um, mm-hmm. This is a pretty major wound, uh, we'll say. Yeah. Would healing stop blood loss? Because if not, Caustic does have a plan that is going to be probably the worst thing anyone has ever experienced. So... In this world, right, if you were to heal him, it would create scar tissue over the wound. It would stop the bleeding, and he would basically be amputeed. However, if you do that, it could potentially make reattaching the hand nearly impossible. I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm concerned about getting that hand back. I think that's a loss. <laughs> I think he was going to, if he had to cauterize the wound, is what he's trying yes. to say. Yeah. Soot, Soot has a plan and an ability that kind of go hand in hand. Um, so. Fuck you for that. Here, so. here's I mean, oh, I didn't even mean to do, do that. I'm sorry. Um, it would be wise to have him be healed first because it works better than cauterizing. If you cauterize, you have potential uh, things like infection potentials. Um, severe pain healing is is basically it's it's I can I can do both I can cast a fire spell which will burn and cauterize but it will heal him that's that's one of my uh, new abilities so I need to know then because we have two casters now casting heal at the same time intent on healing the same wound I can take back my spells if if you Uh, no I was She was there uh, way before anybody. Yeah, Callisto yeah. was healing like on their way back in. I assume what yeah. what Caustic wants to do, or not wants to do, but like if this is what's happening, like if Callisto has healed it, but it is still bleeding, then Caustic is going to do this. But I just I don't know if it is still bleeding or not. That is like yeah. the main thing. That's thirty three points of healing, so I'm up to forty out of fifty three now. Yeah, that that would probably close the wound. Um, there would be still like internal, like you, you'll see it. It's it's not looking good. It's a little bruised, severely bruised, um, but it is no longer leaking blood. He's not hemorrhaging. Um, basically, it's it's grafted skin and healed you. If 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 like you would have had surgery in our world, uh, probably about three weeks, uh, and heal. So you'd see. The rim of the wound, it's still a little crusty, and, and, and it, it, it needs still more time. But you're no longer in danger of dying. Um, uh, when they get back and, they, and Finn sees how, uh, uh, like, Caster's just shell-shocked, he's going to kind of, like, grab him, like, by his, like, face and just, like, Caster, look at me. Look at me. I know Caster's this is bad. got the, the thousand-yard stare right now. Yeah. Is is like I, I know this is bad right now. We'll figure this out, but we need you talk to me. You need you need to 
you know, sh- shake out of it. You're, you'll be fine. We'll figure this out. We'll figure a way to to, to fix it. And he's got the thousand yard stare, and then he's gonna snap out just at the end, and he's gonna look at you, Finn, and he's gonna say, "Is she okay?" She's fine. I'm right here. Or I'm frankly, I'm more worried about you. I'll be okay. Are you sure? I don't know. We need to get off the shore. And frankly, we need to go figure out why the hell that dragon is awake. It's not. And then we can figure all this out. It says we're all its enemies. I spoke with it. Oh, great. Lovely. We are intruders. We are not of the original tribe, and therefore we are of its enemies. I tried to explain that you were. I tried. He wouldn't listen. That tracks, frankly. Okay, so we're intruders, which means he should... He... Do do I know the the dragon is a female or male or otherwise? Male. Okay, Um, cool. Normally some... It depends on the dragon. Some have no gender. Um... And that this one is mithril, it, it has a gender. Okay. Um, this is straying away from typical PHB, um, more into to tiny tomes of beasts and a little flair of my world. Fuck yeah, okay. Anyway, um, so given he calls us enemies, one would think he'd be killing us right now, but he's not, which means we have a bigger problem. And I really hate to say we have a bigger problem than you losing a hand, but I think we might. That is... dr- that dragon is in charge of protecting the thing my clan has spent centuries protecting. I don't know what it is, but it's important. I know that. Listo, Casper. It looks at you both. He kind of like squares your shoulders against each other. Well, Caster's on the ground still. Yeah, he's 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 gonna he's gonna um grab you by the shoulders and sit you up. He's going to look you in the eyes. He's going to make sure that your pupils are following his. They're probably slow, but they're following. Okay, he's going to move slower. And he's going to... Caster saw where the crystal fell. Remember, it is clear as day. How close are we, Caster? Corey? Uh, barely a few miles. Close. A few miles. You guys will hear ruffling in the trees behind you. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. I I actually have a real quick question in all of this chaos. Mm -hmm. Is Tristan still around and alive? Uh, Tristan is unconscious, but alive. Okay, that's um, he acceptable. seems to have taken a clunk on the head from the wheel as it ripped from his grasp and smacked him on the head when he got jerked forward um, from the whirlpool and everything kind of toppled. As soon as like hearing the rustling, I'm gonna try to summon the poison sword and like stand in front of Caster. Uh you will find that at this point your your ring is is fluttering mm-hmm. the sword will not summon maybe you used a certain amount of power 
that means that currently like it's it's either recharging or it needs a moment so the I sword have, is unsummonable i have but, to make okay. a roll okay. i have to make a 1d2 roll two is left and one is right okay. my ring was on my right hand good you still have convenient it. <laughs> yeah I, I never said which hand I rolled it on, so I figured I'd leave it up to fate. See if oh. it was in a shark's belly. Uh, ben is still going to stand in front of Caster and, like, as a defensive stance. Yeah, Caustic will kind of take the same. Not necessarily, like, a spear out, but kind of, like, standing spear up. Everybody looks like they've seen a little bit of pain, right? Like everybody looks a little damaged and injured. Uh, I've taken nothing. Um, before we go too much farther, though, there is is still like a, a pressing situation. Um, so about three figures will slowly emerge from that brush. The first is about eight feet tall, made of bones. Um, it is going to have a glowing. Uh, blue orb that smoky wisp from each eye and it'll take two steps out and kind of survey the area as a small blue tiefling with white hair will soon emerge from the brush itself you guys will know this is arte i was, I was gonna say hold on blue uh he's like he's teal green. He's green. Color. He's green yeah he's like a tealish oh i thought he was that was why i was asking her mom is blue and i was very confused <laughs> yeah um you're good Sorry. Uh, so uh, I, I don't have the notes in front of me currently. Why you have a me? Arte is just going to look a bit confused. Um, he's had a bit of a brush. It looks like he's kind of scraped up on one arm, carrying the book in the other. Um, and he'll just kind of pat the golem as it kind of moves to the side and, and just kind of flops down on its ass. Did I give him a very particular accent? I don't remember. I seem to think he had a voice similar to mine for Callisto. I know her uncle was using a Scottish accent. Oh. Well, uh, uh, he'll he'll just speak calmly like this. Uh, strange seeing you here. Yeah. Fun, exciting situations. Um, I feel like introductions are for later. What in the merry fuck is going on? Not sure. Uh, we were following the shoreline and then trying to make our way in. Uh, but we ran into a bit of trouble. Um, Tyrannosaurus. And we ducked behind cover, um, you know, usual jungle stuff. Um, Fun! Yay! Corey, uh, did he come the same way the dragon went? Nah, he's like, um, so the dragon's like northeast, he came from like southeast. Okay. Then, that mind. So, so... Sorry. She's just... She's gonna speak in common, actually, for the benefit of everybody. Just say, okay. So, 
you know the big dragon? He went that way. He's awake. <laughs> He's not happy either. He's particular. I mean, look. She, like, stands up and it's just... Most of her lower torso is covered in blood. Yeah. He's not happy. Um, Case you probably point, even still got the spine in your kidney. Yeah. Like, <laughs> probably too. Um, I have not made any attempt to kill myself. If, if it's stuck in there, Caster's going to pull it out, and then he's going to activate this, just because everybody's been hurt. And this is not, his best bet right now. Not me. You, you got hurt when the boat fell. I did not. Nope, he saved. And then he was below deck when the pins came in, and he didn't go into the water, so he didn't get murdered by fish. For once in his life, Finn didn't die. Well, <laughs> So he didn't get a, he didn't you. he didn't get a chance to do the you know impulsive and, thing. So for Flair, uh, because there is still kind of communication between Callisto and Arte, and and your intent on healing, uh, you're probably going to be mid sentence when he yanks this thing out and casts the spell. So you know it's probably a, st a stutter, a stop, um, and then you know eventually you guys will kind of find some sort of heal. Um, I want to still have a few more scenes. Uh, are we okay to go for maybe 20 more minutes? Yeah. yeah. Fine by me, yeah. I'm good to go for the next hour. Yeah. Um, I I'm, I don't want to take too much away from, from Jace, because I know you, you work, and I don't know what your sleeping habits are like right now. I, I assume we play till... 11. That's when I have it like mentally allotted to basically and I'm I'm all right with going a little bit over. I try to be in bed by midnight. But it's a uh, it's spring break, so my kids don't have to get up at 6 in the morning, so I don't have to get up at 6 in the morning. I just have to get up at 7 in the morning. <laughs> that all important hour of sleep is uh exactly what I need. Let me see what time it is in America. Because I'm trying to figure out how long we've been recording. Because I've two lost hours. track of that. About two, a little over two hours. Yeah, yeah. only been sweet. Okay, a little so under we still two. have about another hour. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. that was what I was saying. Uh, okay. All right. So time is I, weird, soup. Let me just yeah. let me just meet out this healing really quick for everybody. So it's 18 to Callisto, 10 to Zareth, 15 to Soot. I mean Caustic, um, and. 14 to RK, who looked like he had a run-in, too. Um, RK will actually blister from your heal. Technically, in some aspect, he might be considered undead. I don't think Caster would know that, though. No, but Caster would know the effect. only shared that with one person in his party, yeah. He might know now. Yeah. If, um, oh fuck. If if Caster has a look when like if he notices it and Finn no and notice him, he'll give him like the look like later. Like don't don't make a scene right now. Castor, okay. Man. Is now the time for introductions or are we going to go run after the dragon? Or, or walk quickly after the dragon. Why would we go after the dragon? Callisto just turns and stares at RK. So, 
RK is just going to be like, it's probably not the time. Right now, healing needs to be done first. And I know that if the dragon is awake, whatever it's protecting should be fine. For at least until we're good to return back to the travels. Now is the time to probably regroup. The, the travels? Towards the capital? Our home? Callisto's mad, but she'll, she'll back off. Just sit next to Caster. So, if I may ask, and thank you, Caster, uh, for that. And you say that it should last long enough for us to be okay. Are you mentioning a full night's rest to get us back up and raring to go? Or do you mean catch our breath, make sure that we're just good to not fall over? Full night's rest. Okay, uh, where does the uh, uh, Callisto um, new friend um, uh. Uh, where does Tide come in? Because there's um, unfriendly wildlife and I'd prefer to not wake up to wet feet and the sound of gnashing on my body. For the most part, Tide doesn't affect anything besides the North Shore, thanks to the stones. Yeah, the, the rocks are handy for that. Okay. Other people's way of correcting erosion. So, why don't we camp here in the ship? That'll at least provide us cover, and hey, maybe if the dragon comes back and peeks to see if we've left, it won't see us, and we'll be exempt from its wrath. Sure. So I had mentioned there were three people that that came from the brush. Um, the third was not your uncle. Uh, the third is a, a another tiefling female. Um, she is going to be blue-skinned, uh, short hair, um, with uh, roses adorning her horns. Um, you go ahead and put her... You read your lips. <laughs> There you go. What did you read? She's sorry. She's going to be. I guess you could consider abnormally close to Arte. I don't want to say Callisto's getting protective. She's not. But I, she, she's going to look at Arte, nod at the other tiefling. I don't assume she recognizes her. Uh, no, she is not of your people. Okay. But she has roses. What the fuck? Um, yeah. I, mm. um, and she's going to turn to the rest of the party and say, I feel like you all have probably guessed by now, but um, this is my fiancé. Okay. These are my friends. Uh, Real quick. Nice you. Uh, Whenever she says the word fiance, I'd like to see the reaction on his face. I'd like to do oh. an insight check. I Sure. I was going to say, as I said the word fiance, I wanted to see the reaction on his oh, face. Oh, yeah. That's about right. Maybe that's a three. That's a three. Um, for you, you're going to detect a hint of, oh, shit, she said it in front of her. 
Um, okay. How true that is, we can get to that later. I mean, to be honest, that's what Caustic was thinking anyway, so that's that's fine. Confirming suspicions. Oh, this works out. I, I would also like, as soon as Callisto said that, and if she's looking to the party, Ben's like, gives her gives her the same look he gave Caster. It's like, don't start a scene now. This is not the time. She's she's not going to start a scene. She just wanted to say it for funsies. Uh, if I may, can I roll insight on uh, the other tiefling when I said fiance and see what she thought of that? Oh, sure. That tracks. Uh, definite death lair. Um, th- there is no doubt about that. At, at me or um, at him? At, at her, at you, Callisto. From the you, moment you you seem to think that maybe you've just become rivals. From the moment that Finn gave me the look of not to start anything, and Caster's smart enough to put two and two together with all his training against hating the undead, um, he is going to be attempting to start up camp but he's going to be having a very, very hard time of it. And anybody who notices him is going to notice that he's incredibly frustrated, but he's keeping quiet about it. If I may offer something, Callisto, this might be why the dragon's confused. What do you mean? And he tries to say this without any smartness in his voice, but he he goes ahead and he says, well, R.K. is certainly not original, and I take it we don't recognize the other tiefling. That is fair. I I don't believe we've met. I'm so sorry. My my name's Callisto. An old friend. My name's Bella. Bella, mm-hmm. you seem very nice. You as well. And and I'm sorry. How do you how do you know Arte? You said uh, we fiance? were uh, childhood friends. We'll just call it that. Uh. Fiance. She's yeah. gonna whisper to herself. Fiance. Uh, do you happen to speak Druidic? I'm curious. Um, in Druidic, she'll speak uh, pretty fluently. Yeah, I speak it quite well. Oh, good. Nice. Nice. You nice. know, Callisto, like may like everybody, we uh we should probably do like rest. We don't know what sort of uh uh problems we could run into. And 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 he'll and he'll turn to Caustic. Like, why don't you go help uh 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 Caster with the the uh putting up the camp? While we talk with uh, Arte and his friend here. Well, hey. actually, before you do that, um, he's going to kind of dust off this kind of old tome. And he's just going to kind of judge visually and walk over to Dust and, and hand you a, a book. Uh, sorry, not Dust. Uh, Finn. He's going to hand you a book. Uh, what's this? Um, so this one is going to be uh, a spell. Um, uh, it looks like it's going to be an in-depth 
uh, kind of detailed spell of Liaman's Secret Mansion. Oh! Out of game, I see what he's doing. He's trying to buy my my favor, but... And he's getting close to it. He already he's just has one thing. I can't cast it? Figured it should go to somebody who can. Uh, can I, I? I don't know if if uh, I can actually learn this spell, or is I, or is this just a one time cast? Uh, this this is either or. Uh, one time cast like a scroll, or you can learn it and put it in your your spell list. I will. I will say uh, thank you, and I will go sit down and start to learn it. Um. You could potentially learn the basics enough to cast within an hour, um, if that one, if you want to, if that is like a hold off on making camp or something. Let me know. If not, we can continue. Um, but that that's all he's got for now. Sorry. Uh, I that nah, y'all y'all keep making camp. I will do this. He is basically taking me out of like trying to stop the drama because I am just now I'm fully focused on learning this spell. Figured you'd be coming this way. What do you mean, he? Any of you. Um, uh, what is that? What's, is it Levin's Magnificent Mansion or at Mordekinen's? Mordekinen's, yeah. Right. MMM. So, no. There's Levin's Tiny Hut, which is a third level spell, and then Mordekinen's Magnificent Mansion, which is a sixth level spell. Yeah, so this one will be Mordecai's magnificent mansion. I'll I'll go ahead and correct that. Um, okay, my bad. Um, yeah, bard and wizard fits perfectly actually. I'm gonna add it to my spell list. All right. Thank you. He'll uh, he'll kind of give uh Bell a look. Uh, almost like be nice uh, before he goes to start putting up like a small fire uh, to cook or get warm by, dry off, you know, rain, water, all that. And he'll kind of be eyeing Caster's nub. Okay, that's I... that's rude. Uh, I'd actually. Kind of like to take Finn's advice uh, a little bit uh, while this is happening. Caustic is going to approach Caster kind of gently and just stand probably about four or five feet away and just kind of like look at Caster and just kind of like try to convey compassion in the eyes and just kind of be around Caster. Caster will notice this, you know, he's doing his best to set up camp with one hand. Um, he'll come and give you a pat on your shoulder with his good hand. And while he's doing that, he's going to pop one of these. I have the great first level of the evasion to see the presence of an undead. Uh, so... He's 
in this weird because I know I know you're looking at Arte. Um, well, no, I, I can sense any undead within sixty feet, yeah. as long as they're so, not behind total cover. The only two that would be readily in your view is, of course, the golem, which is now playing with a three-leaf clover as it like starts counting clovers in this patch. Um, it, it's kind of like a bumbling child. Um, and the other one is only in this weird flux of being half alive, half undead, as if death has left a permanent mark on Arte. And Caster's going to notice him eyeing up his arm. And he's going to look at him. Never seen a man without an arm before? Um, truthfully, my dad lost his leg when I was six. Always wish I could regrow it for him. Couldn't help him, but could probably help you. How's that? I know a spell, which will help it regrow. It's just gonna it would look be yours. Weird. It'd be my what? My hand? Yeah, your hand, your flesh, your bone. Would be painful, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's if you want. I, I don't know if you wish to keep going with the injury or or the new lifestyle. Well, I mean, it just happened like 20 minutes ago. I, Offer stance. I, I would. Hmm. I would appreciate that. So he'll, he'll pull out his his book, which. Um, is black leather with a circular white, almost halo-like ring on the cover uh, with druidic inscriptions in the center. And he'll sit that next to him. And this is where, <laughs> this is where you might feel a little iffy on it. He is going to take a dagger, cut his hand. He's not going to drip it on you. He's not going to, like, he's going to kind of start incanting in Druidic and, and kind of let the blood float from his hand. And if you accept it, the spell will go off. Um, you have the choice to not accept it if you wish. If this, because I know I know how Caster is. This might seem iffy. It is your choice. I I want Finn to be studying the scroll in here, and he'll be like, "Take it, Caster," and like start mumbling what the spell does. Um. So, the Caster is going to take it, and his thought process behind it is that. While this may be an iffy means of magic to get his hand back, he can do more good with both his hands than he can do with just one. So, a temporary evil for a greater good in his mind. 
Besides Callisto, is there anyone else who speaks Druidic? You have that spell up. Would you still be able to understand Druidic? Let me see. It's one hour and it's not concentration. Yeah, so I'd say it's only been 45 minutes uh, of like collecting yourself, getting things yeah, started. So this actually might, this, this, uh, no, he'll probably still accept it unless he says something like outlandishly evil, in which case there'll, there'll be problems at the camp. There will be problems from the other side of the camp too. So, Zara's been watching RK with fascination and wants to say to Caster something after the scene is completed. So, so yeah, I understand him. Okay. RK will basically, and for those who understand Druidic, for those who have passed wishing to do good in the world, this is your chance. Bring healing as you once did in life to those who are suffering now and pass on, creating a great afterlife while still healing the world behind you. And you'll, you'll kind of feel everything shift in your arm. Um, if you've ever had that feeling like you're falling that, that gut pulling up kind of feel, um, you'll feel a, a touch on your shoulder, like a hand that isn't there. Like if you, if you were to look, there's, there's nothing there. And the skin will kind of mold and flow as you can feel something growing within it until you have, your hand back. There's a very strange distinction between this hand and your old one. It glows with a light shimmer of gold to it. Like a, like almost a, like, um, kind of like an oil slick of gold. As if you see like those colors on oil as it hits water or as water's introduced to oil, it creates that like thin layer. And that's going to be over the whole hand. He'll try moving his fingers. How how painful was it? Um, on on like a scale of one to ten, probably a seven. Um, but once it's done, there's no more pain. Um, and and if you were to try to move it, it responds as if it was never gone. Um, Zer would like to sit down beside Caster, and if he'll let him, he'll he'll offer his hand to the newly formed hand and like you're you're rubbing out someone's like fallen asleep limb he'll kind of like rub his hands over top of caster so that caster has something to grip onto and get a feel for and then he'll say um under his breath if it's any consolation caster regeneration like the kind that the elders tried on me to restore my healing. They're often conjurations rather than necromantic. And under his breath in their shared language, the language of the sands, Castor will speak to um, Zareth and say, even if it was necromantic, it's 
a temporary evil so I can do greater good. Maybe. And then he'll just put an arm around Caster and give him a good squeeze. Caster will look to RK and give him a nod and say, Thank you. I don't know what else I can do for you. I noticed my healing didn't seem to help you. Um, comes with the territory, I guess. I'll be okay. Um, I have ways of healing myself. Um, he's gonna kind of... Bell is actually gonna, like, walk behind him. And he's been, like, kneeling a bit to, to kind of, uh, heal your hand. Uh, Bell is gonna look directly at uh, Callisto and, and kind of like rump spank him on his way across on her way across the camp just give him a little Callisto light just stands there and giggles <laughs> sorry go ahead um caster doesn't really he's he's got a lot happen to him in the course of the last hour he's uh he's kind of tired but he's gonna continue setting up camp now at a much greater pace now because he has two hands and it's easier for him to tie knots and set up tents and put out bed rolls and probably start cooking He'll go back to the the ship. Is it close enough on the rocks where I don't have to? Wouldn't have to go into the water to risk yeah. my limbs? Yeah, I'll go out and I'll ask. I'll probably ask uh, Zareth and uh, Caustic if they can come help me lug all this food out that we have. That that's actually a question. I, is it out? I thought it like Andy had it. No, we, we bought we bought a bunch of food before we left. Okay, I see that we have a month worth of food. I thought, did we just win a feast? I no. thought we just oh, we won a feast from yeah. You won a feast, um, but you guys still do have your rations. Okay, yeah, we, I I thought we had won. I conflated us winning a feast and us having a month's worth of food in the inventory as us like winning a month's worth of feasts. No, from we Andy? bought we bought a month's worth of food. Yeah, before we left. Okay. Then yes, I will. I will. Uh, I would have gone out anyway, but I will go out um, with uh, the group. Um, and I'd actually, Caustic will kind of clear their throat whenever we get to the ship proper. Um, so uh, I'm glad that this impromptu leadership meeting could uh, occur this way. Um, is everyone okay with a quick? Uh, Discussion of everything just before we go back. Of course. Absolutely. You consider me a leader. I mean, you are. You're the spokesperson of the guild. That's a leadership position in some terms, I, I think. I could be wrong, but. Um, so. I will say this as you do reach the ship while you guys are speaking, um, Tristan is already inside pulling out what he can salvage. 
Uh, uh, how's he looking? Um, bruise on the forehead. Uh, other than that, tip top shape. I'll give him a. I'll give him a quick. Uh, quick little healing word. Just. Uh, just give him eight healing. Just say good work, Tristan. And that's my healing word for today. Um. And then I'll look back to the conversation. That uh, despite all kindnesses, um, well, not despite, I'm just, I'm going to look a gift horse in the mouth here. Um, I don't trust him. I don't trust either of them. I don't know them. Uh, we're too close to the crystal to be accepting new friends, even we if can't... they are. We can't let anybody else get to it. I'm. I agree with you on that. Okay. And he is somewhere stuck in between the world of the living and the dead. He is an undead of sorts. I cannot judge that because I think technically, depending on who you ask, I might also be undead. So no, no judgment not. rendered from me. Um, well, I was once dead and am no longer. I think that that. Yes, but my eyes can sense undead, and I don't pick up on you. Or Finn. Fair. I, I suppose that is an absolute measurement. I was speaking more semantically speaking and esoterically. Philosophically. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, also, my, my problems tend to lie with uh, fiendish. Anyway. Um, so, mm, no, I need your help. Um, we need to try to keep an eye on them to make sure that, you know... Callisto may know him, she may trust him, but she doesn't know this new person, this Bella, and I don't know what's happening. I Whatever bit of emotions um, are happening, I, I don't understand them, I don't, it's a little much. Um, we do have an advantage, Caustic. Hey, what's that? I my visions. I know exactly where it is. Right, but if they're following us and traveling with us, they will also know where it is because they will be with us. Well, then we're agreed that we can't let them get the crystal and do anything with it. That is that is fair. We will have to... Um... Darwin is inside of it. I, uh, I do have a last-ditch method, but that would require me being uh, a bit closer uh, than anything. If I may say, I, against the five or six with Arwen, maybe, of us, against just the two plus minions that are not sentient completely, um, I don't think that there's too much of a risk of them commandeering he'll raise quotation marks with his fingers our crystal however they do have Callisto to use as leverage which I doubt she'll fall into but it's a possibility that they may try that would be a very unwise decision from I, and it would also uh, be unwise to underestimate these people they are strong and skilled enough to get where they are now, 
so I'm not going to doubt their their skill. Uh, Absolutely. And also strong enough to, from what it appeared, quite easily regenerate uh, Caster's hand. Not, uh, I've honestly, I guess I have technically. Well, no, I've witnessed many miracles now. Wow. It isn't every day you become jaded to uh, miracles, is it? It's magic that I would learn, but I don't have it yet. Uh, so, that that's basically what I wanted. I just wanted to make sure everyone was on the same page of not trusting the new stranger and helping me keep an eye on him as we travel to the crystal. And should things break bad, uh, we need to make sure that we secure the crystal first. Indeed. Okay, uh, good meeting. And Caustic is going to go back to kind of making sure that we collect everything. Uzer will, of course, be on their heels, um, taking as much, uh, maybe, maybe taking down one of the torn sails and, you know, uh, making a little supply pack and uh, dragging the uh, supplies through the water and the stones back in the sail. Which we can also use as a tent. So, you know, as we're kind of pulling stuff uh, from the ship, you might hear a few scoffs from Tristan, who is... Clearly upset, he is down yet another ship. Um, taking a few pieces of the, the, the light wood across the sand. Um, he, he might walk off a bit after a short while once, once the duties are done. Uh, he would, he'd still be like studying the scroll, trying to, uh, like get it down to his, to him, but he'd see like Callisto walk by and be like, uh, Callisto, can I, can we talk for a bit? Yeah, sure. What's up? Well, uh, is RK looking at us? Um, no, um, I think RK is, uh, getting a pot out. He's cutting up some potatoes and, and kind of making a, making a boil. Chris, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Don't trust him. It's it's almost uncanny that he, he bound us right as soon as we hit shore. I'm curious why you think I do entirely, but please. I, I just said it. It's like... He automatically found us as soon as we came here. It's not, there's something more here. And then you don't know that, that, that Bella, right? No. Is she, was, was she, when you first met him back, was she around? No, not to my knowledge. And he didn't bring her up at all that there was, that he was traveling with another tiefling. Nope. Something's not think. right here. 
I tend to agree. And as much as I hate to say this, you know, you know what he wants to do with Crystal. We can't. I, I'm not going to let him. I know. I will figure something out. Well, I. Go ahead. I need to have a conversation with him before I decide just how much I trust him because I don't trust him all the way, certainly. But he's also my oldest friend. I can't leave that behind. I know. And I'm not saying that he's a bad guy or that he's like trying to do something evil. It's that he may be blinded by what happened. And he's, and he's just trying to find the quickest and fastest way to fix it when it could do more harm than good. You make a good point. You do. So, I just want to leave you with. Uh, I want to leave you with that. And he's gonna put like, put the scroll down a bit, and he's gonna put it like his hand on your shoulders. Like, you go talk to him. If he tries anything, know you have some inspiration. And I'm gonna give her a bardic inspiration. That was smooth as hell. I'm frankly impressed. Um, all right. Thank you. We'll see how it goes, but... If he says anything to upset you, just yell, and you know we all will jump him and take him out. Finn, I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. I didn't say you couldn't. I'm just saying... We're here for you. Come here. And she, I think for the first time since he's been dead, leans up, gives him a hug. He'll hug her back and just be like, no matter what you decide, we will will stand by you. But if you decide to go with him to take the crystal, we're not going to be happy. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Now, go talk to him. Alright. I I don't know how to... I'm horrible at ending conversations, Finn. Have you noticed? I'm horrible at starting conversations, so... Okay, I'm just gonna go. Yeah, just... It just goes back to a scroll and just, like, just reading it. But, he like, he will, like, be keeping an eye on her as they're talking. Okay. Uh, Callisto will kind of awkwardly wander off. Kind of get herself together. Um, and then walk over to RK if he's if he's not in the middle of cooking or anything. Uh, when, at the an stirring. opportune moment. Yeah. At, at an opportune moment where she can pull him away, which might be later. Um, she'll say, um, in, in Druidic. Um, I think you and I need to have a chat. Just... You and I. I mean, he'll he'll kind of look around and stand up and kind of brush the dust off his hands. Um, 
before taking a napkin and, and throwing some more ingredients into the pot, which is like onions, uh, some beef broth, like cubes that have been kind of dried out, uh, kind of like bouillon cubes uh, for us today. Um, and a few, a few things of like almost like bean tofu. He'll put that in the pot and he'll just kind of nod and, you know, and it's all ingredients that you know, he's not like poisoning it or anything. So, um, he'll just kind of head off to the side a bit near the golem. Um, I, I was going to say she was going to step into the trees, but that works too. Uh, what's up? Um, so before you say anything, and all of this is in druidic, uh, rest assured I'm not mad about Bella. I mean. You're telling me there's nothing going on between you two? Nothing at all? I met Bella like a week ago on the road. Insight check, please. Sure. Cool. If you want to use the bardic inspiration. 17? Um, I'll, I'll save it. Okay. It's truthful. There's, there's nothing. Arte has never been one to lie. Um, especially not to you. Yeah, I figured, but still. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is there something going on in your mind with her, do you think? I mean, like, what? I think it's with her. Um, I don't know. Uh, she's got this infatuation with me for some reason. And, uh, you know, I was talking about my people and, you know, the ritual, uh, the the rose, like the flowers and stuff. And then, like, a day later, she's got them on her horns. They were not gifted by me. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, I okay. kind of saved her from a couple of bandits, and I, that might have something to do with it. I, I don't know. Um, things usually typically run from Grotto, and he kind of points to the skeleton or ogre kind of thing. Uh, Calista's actually going to wave at the skeleton. Be like, hello, by the way. Hello. And oh wave. my god, you speak. Hi. You're adorable. Mini talk. Uh, that that's okay, bud. You're adorable. You're also terrifying, but that's okay. You're cute. Cute like butterfly. Sure. Let's go back to his meandering in the dirt. I love him so much. Uh, so is that it? Is that all no. you want to talk about? I mean, I did. I did want to. I mean, it's similar. I'm sorry. I'm not good with words. Um, I remember. <laughs> shut up. I don't mind. I don't know how to start this conversation, but I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad if you want to see other people. I died, Callisto. The I rules know. were till death do us part, and I passed. You Doesn't... don't owe me anything. We're not connected anymore. Um, my life was over. And whatever life I have now is a gift from Hevestrum. So, 
you're free. I mean, it was mostly just something our parents wanted anyway. I mean, I don't know. Uh, there used to be feelings, but things change. It's not that I feel less. It's just there are more important things. Agreed. You have no besides, idea how much confidence I know how you, look at... you say that. Yeah, I, I also noticed the way that you look at the cleric. So. Shush. I knew, I knew there was a thing going on. She kind of blushes. It's like, okay, Mr. Perceptive. I don't know. There's just the whole familial expectation thing. But I guess our family's dead, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Well, they won't be dead for long. That was something I wanted to talk about, too. But I suppose first things first. I need to give you something back. And she takes the horn vine off of her horns and unwinds it from her braids and kind of hold, folds it up in her hand and hands it back to him. I don't have so, to. Uh, at this point, it's just a headpiece. <laughs> I know. You gave them to me. What kind of wit in his hands? Else? Oh, fuck. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll hold on to them if you want me to hold on to them, but... I mean, he'll, he'll kind of quickly give them back after, like, three flowers wilt. I probably shouldn't touch those unless you really want to get rid of them. Even if they're sentimental. Like, from our people, not from me. You know what, Fair? I've got an idea. You'll see. Um, she puts him in. So you guys are heading towards the city. We're gonna try. Figure out what's going on. I guess we'll split in the morning. I'm Where are you guys going? Towards the peak. Oh. Okay. Um. There was a. Uh, well, you, you remember the runes. Uh, the temple of north. Um, the crystal I'm looking for is in there. Mm-hmm. How did you find that out? Um, old scrolls. Um, I, I've kind of found in town um, a cave. It, it's got a couple of our ancient scrolls and, and text. Still nothing on what we were protecting, but... Uh, a nature crystal uh, up north is said to be in the, the temple. Uh, and rather than going for the falling crystal, I think it's best to go after the nature crystal for what I'm after. So, um, you know, there's not going to be any you want the crystal, I want the crystal kind of situation. Like, we're, we're after different things. Wait, 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 wait. What is the nature crystal? Well, uh... It was from Crudius Crystal. It's a, a crystal of relative size that our people have somehow channeled natural nature energy into. Um, almost like a, a, a sage crystal. 
Hmm. And he'll he'll kind of pull out the scroll where it shows like the temple and the overgrowth and a and a strange crystal that that is kind of pulling energy from the trees and the the wildlife around it. Not like deathly, but like it is coexisting while still growing its its power. She looks at the scroll. Are there is there anything about it that she recognizes? I mean, you know the temple. Um, you've probably had umpteen like just guard posts where you know you just sit there for a day, maybe make a fire, enjoy the evening, eat a sweet potato, kind of stuff. Huh. I mean I I think I can be honest with you. I you and I would have had significantly more problems if you had chosen to go for the Fallen Crystal. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. That's why I started looking for an option. Her face kind of darkens. 12%, just leave me be. And he's going to turn to the left and, as if he's speaking to something that's not there. She kind of looks at that because goes, You okay? It comes with the territory. I had meant to ask, actually. You said something when you were healing my friend's... my... the cleric. Um, his hand. You said something about using... or not using, but asking spirits to heal him as they had in life? Uh, Yeah. Do you want the long or short version of that? Um, as long as you're willing to give me. Um, so I think it's clear that we can easily define me as a necromancer at this point. Yeah, I'd, I'd guess that. But what a lot of people don't know is there is a good necromancer and a bad necromancer, which... I know it sounds weird, but it, it functions. Um, bad necromancers basically rip the souls from people and burn them out. Their existence just isn't there after they're used. But I'm what's known as a white necromancer. I take souls that are lost on this plane of existence and help them find the afterlife. And from the energy of them crossing, it allows me to power my spells. And when the spell is over, they go to their assigned afterlife. I'm just somebody who helps lost souls. But I also see these lost souls um, constantly. Um, as if I were to see you in front of me. Get off. And he's going to just like brush his shoulder. That's something to get used to. And, well, not necessarily. Um, I'm sure that once our people are back, uh, per request, I will be banished uh, for my bloodline being tainted. Um... That'll be a conversation. We'll see. 
there is a chance the crystal doesn't have enough energy. And I've spoken to Bella about this. My second life was a gift, and it might be worth using to bring them back. Um, so we'll see. There may be nothing left to vanish. I think if you make that choice, we're still going to have problems, you and I. Yeah. We always do. Uh, that's why I always beat you in runs. Uh, what's the what's the score? 10 to 2? Uh, more than that, I'm sure. <laughs> God, I've missed I am... Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. I think we're actually going to head out in about two hours. I, he's going to kind of look over, knowing that people are probably going to be sneaking peeks throughout this conversation. I'm sure the group doesn't seem too friendly to new people. So Ben has not hit at all that he's watching them. Yeah, they're. They're good people. Some of the best I've met. But I suppose I don't have a lot of life experience. Well, um, I I have to ask. Wait, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, he'll, he'll just kind of stop. Yeah. I have to ask. You speak of lost souls. Mm-hmm. Have you... Have you seen... Anyone mom? related to us? I don't Spooky know who specifically mom. to ask for. Wait, what? Uh, your mom was here for a week. Um, she explained where to find the crystal in the books. Uh, and then she had something to do southward. I haven't seen her spirit since then. Um, but I still see our people. Um, almost all of them. Almost. Uh, well, there are, uh, it, it's a large crowd. Um, uh, my ocular senses can only take in about thirty at a time, so they all shift in and out. Um, so, of course, I, you know, I'm not seeing a large crowd, but I, I, I know they're here. Okay, uh, Callisto, kind of. Lifts a hand and awkwardly waves at space. Says, hi guys. Get your fingers from her nose, Greg. Hi, Greg. Same prankster as always. Get your fingers out of my nose, thank you. Um, uh, uh, this might be useful. He's going to pull out uh, two health potions. Uh, simple 1d4 plus fives. Uh, be a little more advanced. Uh, he's just going to hand him over. For your journey. Okay. Are you sure you don't need them? Yeah. Um, I, I actually make them. So. I'm good. Cool. Cool. All right. <sighs> Wait to see you go. Yeah. Um, 
Might not be the last time you see me, though. It better not be the last time I see you. I can't make any promises. Can you at least promise to try? Oh, of course. Yeah. I'll kind of okay. uh, turn and tap Grotto's shoulder, and the, the eight to nine foot tall golem will stand. Uh, Bella, we're rolling. And she's just going, already? I, uh, soup and we got to go. But food and sleep. Uh, we'll sleep in a day. Um, uh, there's a nice kind of cave just up north. It's cozy. Is it dark? Bella, don't even start. Let's go. Glissa's going to turn to Bella as she leaves and just uh, say, careful with that one. He bites. And they'll, uh, they'll head north. Uh, I'd say by the time the conversation has started, there's, there's kind of this almost beefy slash uh, kind of, uh, I wouldn't say fruitful, but very hearty aroma coming from the cauldron over the fire. Can we say Caster took over cooking as he went away? Yeah, that's what Caster would have done. Is there any other scenes we would like to follow up on? So wait, Callisto doesn't have her uh, I, flowers in her horns anymore? I do want to resolve that, but we don't have to do it right now. Uh, we, we've got like a few, like five or six minutes for like a small ending scene, if you guys wish. That could be a cute ending scene. I don't know. It's very brief. Go for it. Okay. Um, Callisto, before she heads back to the party, is going to take her vine in her hand, kind of look at it, tap her horns. It's really weird to have no vine there. It's been there for the past year, maybe more. She's going to take it, and she's going to walk to the nearest tree. And kind of take some wildflowers and graft them in as best as she can with druid craft. And then she's going to, I don't, I don't know how much druid craft you're going to allow me to do here, but I'll use like entangle or other things for this. Um, no, that's fine. Okay. She's going to take the end of the root and plant it at the base of the tree. And then just allow it to wrap around the tree and just be there. It's a little monument. And she'll walk back to the group. There is one last thing I would like you to do. Because I would think that Arte would turn and wave as they are just going out of sight. Can you roll a perception for me with advantage? Totally. That's a natural 20. Uh, oh, wait, that's not you. That was me. Oh, no. And that's a 22. Um, there's going to be a very familiar thing on RK's hand. A very shadowy, misty, woody ring on his ring finger in his left hand. 
with a red crystal? No. Um, it looks very similar to the ones that the group wears. Callisto, under her breath, just says, Yeah, that's not the last time we're seeing each other. And she will turn right. around and head back to the group. Um... So let's uh, pause here, right? And the current time and reverse time, because uh, this was unseen during all the events. So we got the, the wood kind of creaking up underneath your feet. You've got you know, a little bit of wind whipping towards the window, but you're in the second hall completely alone. Mm -hmm. um, what is it you would have liked to have done? I would like to have sent a message to Brutus. Let's see if I got the leader again. Um, yeah, probably. Um, you'll you'll feel a presence on the other mm -hmm. end. I assume I'm talking with the leader. Mm. I'm sure you you realize it's me again. I want to talk about making a deal. Who's this? This is Finn, the one who challenged your champion to a duel. Oh, right. Sorry. Not going to make it. That's fine. That's fine. But I would just like to say maybe we could uh, have a meeting of minds. You know, maybe I help you out, you help me out. Uh... Might take a while. We've headed south. South. What if I could, you know, get you get a way for y'all to get to the crystal? You know, take out a few people who are who are trying who would get in y'all's way. Uh, I'd say I think we have enough people and. We already have a lead from the boss, Mr. Z. Fair enough, but what if it could be done without losing, or at least even having any of your people out there without any, no fuss, no muss, and even a few rare items that they that they own that could help you, you know, get to make some money, sell some things, you know? Get a few more people this way. If you're intent on joining us, you can find us in the desert. Right now, uh, we have a job to do. And if you think for a second that I give a fuck about the peons below me, I don't care. I'm they not signed on for a reason. I don't care about cannon fodder. I'm not here to join. I want to be left alone. I want a way to get back to my home and be done with this. I don't want to see y'all, and y'all don't want to see me. We got bigger fish to fry than you. Uh, it doesn't seem like it, but... uh, okay. What if I say I, I could get you... How. What if I said I could get you a scroll of mass resurrection? 
Look, kid, I don't, I don't know what you're after. We've already left you be. We're heading south. We're not hunting you. We're gone. Mm. If you want left alone, it's yours. You're good. You're clear. We got more important things to do. Okay. That Then, that's all I wanted. Then he'll just cut the connection. He'd just say, well, they gave me more information than I gave them, so it's good to know. And that, that would, if if that had played out differently, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Finn would have just tried to take the scroll, like Dimension Door to him, and try to take the scroll from RK. <laughs> but that right. that's it for me, so. All right, so... You know, um, just kind of filling everything in. We're going to reverse back time. We're going to go back to the present time, of course. Mm. Um, and we're going to have one more scene. And then I think that'll be it for tonight. Um, Z-Man, you wanted to do something? Yeah, so um, I want to I wanna hark back in on Callisto's lovely scene. And... I, I want to try to make this as beautiful an ending as possible and also a little bit mysterious. So back to that scene. She's come out of the forest. She's holding something in her hands. And Sarah's, like everyone else, peeping. Um, and he can see that the flower is somewhat wilted and that she no longer has horns, or she no longer has flowers on her horns. So fast forward a few seconds. And there is this massive wildflower bouquet blooming and winding and weaving up this this great oak tree, let's say. And um, there's wisteria now growing and dangling from its branches. There's um, dandelions and 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 buttercups and pushing daisies and. And and all these flowers woven up in all these different colors. And when everybody's back at camp, Zara's going to go over to it and he's just going to smell. And, and he's going to smell something a little bit bitter. But then it's going to be overwhelmed by all the, the natural flowers. He's going to take one of the wilted petals, originally from your thorn, that is crowned within all of these flowers around it. And then he's going to take one petal from each different type of wildflower, and he's going to put them in a small pouch. And then he's going to return to the group. All right. I think that is a good place to end it. For the night. Soup's on, everybody. Soup is what a lot. Good soup. Oh my god. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. 
We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. <laughs>